0: Log Talk Radio. ever watched the news and thought, they're lying to me. Have you ever tried to make sense of the internet? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Sidetrack. Sit back, relax, pour light lament as Bo Hotchkiss takes Scott Culbertson on a guided tour of the rabbit hole. Yeah.
1: How's it going? So, I think, uh, yeah, I can hear. Uh, I think Adam oh. is uh, waiting in the wings here. Um, so, we're going to go ahead and bring him on. Adam, there.
2: How's is it going, up, man? Uh, welcome to the show, man. Yourself? What's going on? Happy to be back. I'm can actually halfway from uh from vegas to to home in Ash fork, Arizona right right on on the road but
1: you were in Vegas it fine. man he, i was we'll I was in there.
2: Vegas, but just for business, I never get to go to Vegas for fun except recently, I got to go for my brother's bachelor party, and it was really pretty cool cause i like I haven't been to Vegas for fun in over a decade uh until last month, or hadn't I should say. And I've been there probably an average of, like, every other month, if not more often in the last few years, just for work, you know, and recording Man on the Street videos there. And it's it's not my thing. Like, what Vegas represents as an entertainment destination, not my thing. I'll play Hold'em occasionally, but not a gambler, not into shows or entertainment or drinking even. Uh, I am in a lead being legal, which is nice now. And dispensaries in Vegas are 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 not there. Yeah. not as we have better prices in Arizona, but they're they got their act together uh, in in Vegas, I should say, and uh, they're a very nice selection everywhere you go, very convenient. But um, I'm I'm always there for work, and it's a great place for me for work because for my man on the street videos, uh, there's a kind a, a beautiful continuous stream. Of tourists on the strip all the time, who are usually somewhat drunk, yeah, and that's, uh, willing and to be like on from, camera, like and expecting you get a you get a really wide ex- demographic. Yes, and they're they're expecting to be accosted, and that's that's just the, the perfect combination <laughs> for me.
1: <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. Uh, there is a lot of uh, I, I wouldn't call them street vendors, but I'd say I'd say accosters is probably the right. Term for them. There's a lot of street <laughs> <and> concerts
0: <laughs>
1: passing out shit trying to get you to go here. Go there. Hey, you got to try this mm-hmm. place, man. Yeah.
2: Mm hmm. Promoters.
1: So, yeah, the, so that probably works out pretty good. Is that where most of your videos, uh, your man on the street, do you do a lot of them there?
2: Um, In, in the last couple of years, you know, I mean, my production has been slowed down because I did a, a, a really intense tour uh, for the presidential campaign the first six months of this year um, and during that time I think I did a few sessions with Man o Street videos but they were kind of random maybe there was one in Vegas that I, I don't really remember but um, most of the ones I've done since, I've, since I moved to Arizona have been in Vegas I've done a few sessions in the Phoenix area and uh, before that when I was living in LA and I, I love uh, parts of LA too uh, for Man on the Street videos, Santa Monica Pier and the Third Street Promenade and that whole area around Santa Monica, that's that's my choice spot in L.A. for filming. But then you can, you know, get some variety there. You go downtown and, you know, various places around Hollywood where there's a good stream of tourists too. But there's really something about the strip in Vegas for me for that that's, that's really just juicy. Oh, I like going to events too. And, and And the reason I was in Vegas for business was – uh, for talk about getting uh, a new TV deal for Adam versus the Man, and no it's it's interesting how well it was it was going to be a very minor terrestrial television thing anyway, and it looks like we're going to be doing something independent. I don't want to like overpromise anything right now because this is still very right. much in the works. But I might be doing uh, a, a daily show Monday through Friday. Uh, out of vegas and be commuting to vegas to do that and i'd I'd be really psyched it's a really cool possibility right now so i'm working on on making that happen nice that sounds awesome Yeah. yeah
1: yeah if anything it's it'd be fun you know which if you can have fun at work i mean come on that's what we all want right
2: well, for me, the fun i mean I could be doing it anywhere. it's just that I get to combine it with being where I can do man on the street videos, but it's really that I've got uh, a great team that that wants to support me in this uh in in you know, new production endeavor and and we're confident that that we're gonna make something happen so yeah
1: nice that's good so how is the uh the campaigning going what's what's uh well, right, what's right look now like yeah
2: started? right. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Say it again.
1: I was just asking, what what does it look like since the last time we talked to you? How's it been going?
2: Well, this is the off-season. So it's been focused on a lot of building behind the scenes. And uh, our national delegate coordinator, uh, Elijah Gizzarelli, is doing a great job. And it's just now that we've done this once, and remember, this is a campaign, uh, and and for anybody who – who is, is unfamiliar? For any anybody listening who might be tuned in for the first time, perhaps uh, I, I am heard running for. the are going to debate. What, <laughs> are we? What are you, in, what are you and Bo <laughs> no, going to no, debate no. about? So that's that's something. I'm, nothing, because we're just we don't have anything to debate about. No, we have we have more important targets <laughs> for debate. I've got I've got some exciting stuff coming up that uh my media coordinator Marcus is is working on. But yeah, he got Bo on the wrong list there. Uh but no, so I'm I'm running for the Libertarian Party nomination for president in twenty twenty, but I, I always have to, to, to you know put a big caveat on that and to say that you have to be some sort of psychopath to actually want to be president of the United States, to wield that kind of power over other human beings. And while I am technically running for president, it is much more accurate to say that what I'm doing is using this candidacy in this campaign to turn the federal elections of 2020 into a referendum on whether or not the federal government should be allowed to exist at all and if i'm elected president the first thing i'm going to do is resign i'm not even going to put on the ring of power i'm going to throw it directly into the fire sign one executive order or set of executive orders on day one that that declares the federal government of no authority that power goes away america has grown up we don't need that anymore we're not doing that we're going to end up with 50 independent states and we're going to be a lot happier with localized government where your voice and your vote have a real chance of mattering so anyway that that all being said What we're doing is focusing on winning the Libertarian Party nomination first, which means having our delegates turn out in 2020 to the Libertarian Party National Convention. And we've been doing this, you know, essentially three years in advance with this campaign. So we had a really awesome warm-up. We didn't achieve any of our super lofty high goals of, of, you know, dominating the convention or getting even our resolutions passed but we had a huge showing we accomplished all of the goals that that we expected uh to hit and to be on track for what we need to do with this campaign we had at least 300 delegates there uh we had we we provided a lot of funds for travel and for housing for for a, a big chunk of those we were able to pull off three Uh, sort of bonus events that we contributed to the National Convention, the March of the Dead Veterans, the uh, Crypto crypto Night, and the uh, Black Community Outreach Panel, which was uh, just amazing. We had such a good time. And right now we get to recruit people, you know, where before we were like, no, it's really easy to be a delegate. Now we have you know, a small army of people who can say, yeah, it's really easy to be a delegate to the Libertarian Party. Adam and his team, they were right. If you show up at two meetings and you raise your hand and that's it. You know, yeah. you, there, There's it's not, you know, it's, it's not... It's a encouraging commitment.
0: to see the turnouts that the Libertarian Party is getting. I mean, it's good to see they're really picking up steam.
2: Absolutely. It's a great time to be a Libertarian. Yeah. You know, these are ideas who's time and has, it, has come, it, and, and we need to really shift a our mentality wedge, to embrace that. It's
0: just the type of wedge that the system needs in it.
2: Yes. Yes. Yes, we are at that point of critical mass already.
1: Well, and the Democrat side keeps getting weirder and crazier, <laughs> and they double down, and I don't understand it, and I don't think anybody else does, and they keep losing their own base by doubling down on insanity. So,
2: Yeah, well, this is, there is something to the word progressive, you know, and, and obviously I would say libertarians are the only true progressives by the definition of that word is that we're actually looking at how is humanity progressing? How do we accelerate that progression? And it's not more government. It's not with it. And, and even even for, you know, the. You know, high tech, future oriented liberal types, the Democratic Party. Does not represent them nowhere close.
1: No, no, it, it's it's eating itself. They're, they're lo- they they use too much uh, double standards on things, where they'll yell and scream at you for something that th- that they do. You know, like did you notice mm-hmm. the? Uh, have you seen the the brand new NPC memes? Have you seen no.
2: these?
1: No. Oh God! You know what an NPC is, right?
2: No. Um, Am it's I, is this like my Aleppo moment? Game. What's an NPC? No, 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 no. it's all right. Or no. in a role play? No. It's a
0: video game term. It's, it's, a,
2: a, it's a non-playable
1: okay. character. Okay. Yeah, so if you're a non-playable okay, you're yeah, I didn't need to
2: know that. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, it's not so important. It's, it's basically um, it's a character
0: that has a script and it can't go off
2: script. Right,
0: right. and every time okay.
1: you, you click the character again, it just says the same shit over and over and over forever. Right, right? okay. So... Since um, the left has constantly called the right Nazis this, for this past um, presidential uh, term, uh, nonstop hmm. over everything, so they somebody spotted this as a, like, it, you notice they don't change their rhetoric. They're a lot like an NPC in a video game. They say the same shit, even if you contradict yep. them. Yep. And so they've created these memes it's calling them NPCs. And they're very pissed about it because they're saying it's dehumanizing.
2: <laughs> which is no, exactly what they're No, 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 no. They're, they're making fun of the, the the fact that you dehumanize yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's a great meme. It's a great meme because it pisses off people who it applies to, and it really doesn't piss off anyone it doesn't apply to. Oh, you know, I got
2: got to say, this is kind of funny, because you're obviously familiar with the term social justice warrior, right? Oh, yes. Right. Well, yeah. I I wore a shirt recently, and um, I I think I got this from my friend Brian Ellison, who's running for Congress in Michigan. Um, And it says, make racists afraid again. And it's, uh, in and of itself, um, you know, is it libertarian or not? It's certainly in the spirit of libertarianism. If you're a thin libertarian and you say libertarianism is just this philosophy, then maybe it's outside of that to be anti-racist. But I'm I'm anti-racism because racism is just freaking dumb you know i'm not, i i respect morally you have a right to discriminate everybody's racist to some degree you want to take that pact, okay, fine you know we all have our, our whatever you know b s preferences that, that that you could tease out but it's it's dumb like racism is just dumb, and i I don't want to say it's a violation of the non aggression principle but obviously when it comes into the political well, context how it is they, especially how dangerous use to dismiss
0: how they use it is dumb as well like uh, right now there's a bridge full of guatemalans that are trying to get into mexico and they're saying uh, trump out. is racist because they're saying trump is racist because mexico won't let them in uh. <laughs> <laughs> and this thats cnn CNN's down there. They, I'm sure they were, went, ran around and found the two English-speaking gentlemen on the bridge. you know, the, you know it's the most and, annoying uh,
1: thing gave about them, them a little screeching skip that this is all thing. racist. You know, is that that's not a race? A Honda, right, well, so, yeah, they should be screaming
2: statists, but then that makes them the ones who are, you know, it, it, it would, if they use the correct terminology. This is why I, I really admire one thing the Dalai Lama said. He well, was asked, think, what would you do if they, you were president? I think they, he said I would,
0: the term they used is orange man is the devil. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, Dalai Lama said, said I on. would,
2: the one thing he would do as president is he would call things by their proper names. And, and he'd say, no, this is not yeah. racist. This is nationalist. It's still the, It might have racism behind it. <laughs> But this is a nationalism discrimination that says if you were born as a U.S. citizen within the imaginary lines drawn on a map by our government, then you're a special human being and everybody else in the world is second class compared to you. And we need to get over that. That's disgusting. But that's, that's the premise most Americans are unwilling to examine in, in, in nationalism.
1: But, I don't uh, think that's what's behind it. I think what's behind it is the fact that as a person who's been – dirt poor and actually had to use our system and climb out of it. Um, mm-hmm. I have talked with caseworkers, my own caseworkers whom, when, when we were approved for, I think, uh, what's it called? Is it Medicaid when you're some Medicare's for old people, Medicaid. Yeah. So when we qualified mm-hmm. for that, they said that we were lucky that we qualified for it. And they were like, uh, because this, uh, the illegal immigrant couple, all they got was the food stamps, and they they didn't make the qualification for Medicaid. But they qualified for food stamps, and she said they were illegal immigrants to our face. Mm-hmm. And uh, so for those people who are like, they aren't getting our benefits, yes. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. How? I have no fucking clue, because you have to have a Social Security number, I thought.
2: Well I don't, I don't know hour? how that works. Did, did you did you pay for those benefits? Did you invest in a system that that promised no, 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 you? No, no. And if so, is that the political thing that you just you expect you're you're expecting honesty and integrity from the political system?
1: I was <coughs> quoting the person.
2: Well and Oh, okay. I like, how, I'm sorry. I
1: like
0: how Bo Bo put it. He said he used it to climb out of despondency.
1: Yeah, I was so poor
0: he didn't you that, didn't, like, use the system to... Well, here's the other part of it. Here's the other part of it. While,
1: while you're poor, you still have a job, and you still pay taxes. So they're still taking your yeah. shit. So yeah. my thought on it was, they're already stealing from me, and I'm trying to get the fuck yeah. out of get the hole. Get your coal. tax
2: dollars back. Yeah.
1: Why don't I just apply to get some of my goddamn tax dollars back that I've been paying into this whole fucking time?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't object so. to people getting their tax dollars back from government any way they can. I think the biggest offender, if you're the the, the, the greatest trick though, the military industrial complex is sitting there getting billions of dollars a year and is convincing us to argue over the scraps. And that's that's right, sad. Right.
1: Was, oh, yeah.
2: That's that's, that's really, really sad when you step back and go, oh, crap, we're all getting screwed. How
1: many, um, wasn't it like two point some odd trillion they lost this time and can't place or something like that? It was, it, there was, it's not even what we're trying to keep money.
2: track of. It, it, it's, it's, it's like, I'm, I mean, I'm sitting here like right now at a gas station and I, I'm looking at the numbers of the tax taxes that I'm paying just that they'll admit that I'm paying when I pay for gas and I look at a building that's just everything about it is determined by government regulations. At least government regulations have touched every aspect of this building from the brick and mortar to the glass, to the metal, to the product, to the taxes, to the sales tax inside, to the to the nicotine that they sell with, with all the extra taxes imposed on that. To, to just the, the regulations of the the, and, and the, the the cement that I'm sitting on right now, and the roads that I drove on to get here, it, it, it's like a pervasive cancer. It's not oh, even yeah, worth, like it, you can't even step back and go, "How bad forget, is it?"
1: Don't forget the uh, it's uh, bad. The stock it's tax.
2: really bad. It's everywhere.
1: Don't, don't don't forget the tax on just having stock. If you just yeah. have something that you've already paid for yeah. and paid the taxes on. But it's not moving product. you got to pay taxes for it being in your building. How retarded yeah. is this shit? Yeah. yeah. And, Property they dumped tax. tea a in a harbor for, for, because of a tea tax? I mean, I get it, yeah. it's the straw that broke the camel's back, but what the fuck kind of animal are we? We're obviously not a camel. or we, I mean, we'd be mm-hmm. fucking flat. <laughs> what the fuck animal are we that they keep piling this shit on it doesn't break our backs we're well, whatever we'll take it in stride but I well, know so the that's, that's why that the question. piling I know the see, answer that's,
2: that's why the piling on analogy isn't as good as the uh, the cancer or the tumor or the like worms you know maggots crawling through your flesh kind of analogy i think that's a lot more accurate than straws on a camel's back just saying just saying
1: no you're right you're right well and i've had discussions with people where they they try to refute <laughs> my arguments, by what about using... The,
0: what about, like, the the, the 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 European Space Agency and all the money U.S. dumps into that? You know, all the billions of dollars we spend so some, some, some scientists can float around in space.
2: <laughs> right? Well, or honestly, faculty, I, I don't... Well, you can look at, so like, just look like at NASA. Billions I mean, of dollars you can,
0: a year spent so six guys
2: can float around in space. Well, hold on a second, though. So, like, let me, because because I I want to say, like that's really cool. And in the scope of all of what humanity is capable of, spending what we have spent on space exploration is not has not been excessive. Like what we've spent on war and and quote unquote defense, that's ridiculous. Space exploration, right? you, you yeah. no matter how wasteful or yeah. whatever you want to call it, and I'm I'm all. Taxation is still theft. I'm not saying it's not. But let me suggest like, it, it, how space well, might have been okay, affected. Well, space let's, travel. Let's hold let's on, hold on. Let me just say it the real the quick. concept. Because
0: mm-hmm. you said war. You know, well, what about the his space force? I mean.
2: Right. But so don't worry. We're going to get down. Don't worry. We're going to get government go out of the We're going
0: to the racket. And fight.
1: Do, spoiler alert. Don't tell people so the about Chinese the space force Chinese fight with us on the
2: so so let's say let's say instead so let's say JFK right JFK said we're going to put a man on the moon by the end of the decade and uh, allegedly allegedly the government did it and if, if at that point they had said you know what it's really not right for us to invest in space exploration you know I'm JFK and I'm I'm actually the good guy I'm going to invest in money and how do we figure out how to make war obsolete just that not not government obsolete just war obsolete what if JFK instead of saying Instead of saying, we're going to go to the moon, we are going to guarantee that human beings do not have another war ever again. Imagine if he had said that. We would be so far ahead right now that we would have colonies on the moon, that you could go to the moon well, for vacation. Like that's how, it, how much more advanced we would be with the free market handling that if we had just gotten rid of the burden of war instead.
1: Oh, I mean, he could have said it, and he kind of did say that at the Waldorf Astoria, but um, that's what got him shot. No, if he, had,
2: if he had really, no, but if he had really said like the way that he said, "We're going to put a man on the moon," if he had said, "This is the this is the purpose of of what we're doing now, we are going to make sure war is obsolete."
1: I mean, you've heard the Waldorf Astoria yeah. speech, right?
2: Right, and I, I know he what had... you're talking about, and this is why I say that that I think I think JFK got killed because he he started to grow a conscience. Yeah, yeah, no, we bankers. agree.
1: We agree that that Waldorf Astoria, yeah. its on our first album. I, I put that speech on one of the, at the beginning of one of our mm. songs because it's so goddamn powerful. The man was trying to warn everybody, and I mean, they applauded him and shit for I it. Don't think, but I don't, I know don't know think I don't think he heard realized they didn't, they didn't the scope of it
0: until he became president. And once he became president, that's when he realized the scope of it. Right. This
1: is this is the end of yeah. the end. Yeah. That's what they're going for, is the end of well, the Well, you know, I, Adam, I'd
0: good. much rather go to space than go to war.
1: Uh, yeah, hurts, yes, I not know so,
0: <laughs> so I don't know about going to war in space, though. I, that The whole space let me thing is kind of silly. Let,
1: let you me take your government pressure, out of
0: it. That question you in the movie, there's a movie where they're in space, man, and he pulls a gun out, and he's like, you brought a gun into space? Why did that you bring was, a gun into that, space? That's
2: Armageddon. Armageddon. There's no <laughs> yeah, guns Armageddon. in space. Yeah. And that's um, oh, Steve Buscemi, Mr. Pink. I love that guy. I was, wasn't that his line? He's the one who loses his <laughs> I, mind in that scene. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Gotta yeah, got to feel the
1: power between yeah. my legs, you know what Classic. I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, you think they're all? They didn't no gun in
1: space. There's no
2: guns in space.
1: <laughs> if we don't, if you don't, yeah, elect let me say this. Let me let me say this. If you don't elect Adam Kokesh in 2020, the next president's gonna say something. It'll be similar to Kennedy, but it'll be that uh, we're gonna shoot a man on the moon.
0: We're gonna shoot a man on the moon. That's what
1: we're
0: gonna uh, do. <laughs> Mark my words. <laughs> Actually, we're shooting past the moon. We're shooting to Mars. So I think the first. thing we are gonna shoot on Mars. On the the planet blood
1: will, will be on your hands, voters.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: Oh, this got dark really fast. Vote <laughs>
2: you know, the astronaut gets it. I'd be proud it. to
0: be the first per- person murdered on Mars. That'd be cool. <laughs> I
2: think Yeah you'd have a smile on your face for that one for sure You know
0: They'd never close your Facebook for that There'd be a little museum on Mars to it
1: Right (laughs) Uh, Well anyways Fuck what were we talking about before the space stuff That we were going somewhere
2: we were going to the some, moon.
1: We were going before we were going to the moon and shit. For the JFK hey, thing. the Chinese
0: are going are, are up there. They got a, a rover up there. Why don't we have a rover up there? It's
1: a shitty rover don't though, th- made out of pot metal, so it's gonna. Break. Hey,
2: we do team people has a rover up there. See, this is see this problem I mean, is resolved by just not thinking about national boundaries and thinking of us as team people. Yeah, we got a rover up there. The Chinese did that for us. See,
0: that's, that's, ne- that's, that's what ne- Elon Musk should be looking at. The next big business model. Well, the pro- the say, problem is, is like,
1: that, all right, all right. Imagine, let's do it this imagine way way. logging sure into is. a drone.
0: Imagine you could log into a little rover on, on Mars for 10 hours every day. You know, you could, or so you could sell you time going? to it. Well, people could explore in. themselves. They could hook it. They could log in and explore through their television. The surface of the moon.
2: We're not, not talking about exploring. We're talking you about say, oh, living there.
0: Well, there, my time's up. There's my time up is on, on the rover. So somebody else could take over the rover, yeah. or you could buy your own <laughs> rover. Have your own rover sent up there.
1: I don't think your dog likes that idea. But uh, yeah, they're going nuts. <laughs> um. I well like what if we looked at it from th- this perspective Adam instead of nationalism and all that stuff there is a large group of individuals in that quadrant of the earth who don't care for high quality metals and therefore their products are failing and yes we should help them and get them you know we need to, you know what we need to do? we need to ask them hey hey where's the bar huh where's the bar do you want to? Do you want to, Do you want to produce above the bar? Well, do you want to so produce below the
0: stainless steel is not magnetic.
1: That y- yes, could be a bar, right? There's the bar. Fucking learn what stainless means. Jesus Christ, it's not that hard.
2: <laughs>
1: well, we can make more money. Of all
2: the things to complain Dude, about. Right. do you know <laughs>
1: Stainless, honestly, it's like a thing with me and Scott. Cheap Chinese production is
2: responsible stainless. for, like, a really significant chunk of American quality of life right now. Let's, let's be nice, I know this,
1: <laughs> and the stuff falls apart. That
2: is, yeah.
1: <laughs> Which is why we buy another one and another one, and we buy another one because they're so fucking cheap. We're like, my is rusty.
0: Built, built, like, entire cities in honor of America that they don't even
2: use.
1: Yeah, hey, your, your
2: cell phone was probably made in China. You like your cell phone? I'm on a
1: landline.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Well, is this like <laughs> a phone call back in time? Ham the radio.
1: <laughs> this you phone a ham was made radio in 1974
2: I built out of three in, in a, America. an old
0: rotary <laughs> no, phone. No, I'm
1: kidding. <laughs> it, is a, it is a landline, but I have no idea where it was made. Hopefully Japan. I think it's a Japanese phone. At least they know what the fuck stainless steel means. Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't know why, but it always comes back to that. For At least for me. Whenever somebody's talking about the Chinese and the products they make, I'm like, yeah, but have you seen their stainless? It sucks. <laughs> that's my That's my barometer, I guess. I don't fucking know. I have an issue. It's a problem. Uh, well, no, it's just an issue. It hasn't become a problem yet. It's just an issue for right now.
2: You, you judge countries and people in them based on their aggregate... The
1: ability to main produce stainless, <laughs> successful stainless steel, yeah.
0: <laughs> Do
1: you know what the fuck stainless steel hey, means? God, it's not Damascus
2: or we'd all be doomed. <laughs> like, I
1: can't tell if you're being
2: nationalist or racist right now. <laughs>
1: This only has to do with metallurgy. It has nothing to do with their race. It has everything to do with the individual's metallurgic skills. <laughs> I'm a weird. Oh so I wanna
2: say about this racism shirt. This racism shirt, yes. make racists afraid again. Like there is there is a a sort of negative turn in the conversation. And no, I don't think you're racist. Don't get me wrong. I just thought it was funny the way you were talking Wait, about that. So um hey, I think oh, what I he's agree. saying is
0: forged in fire should be an Olympic event. Is
1: yes,
0: that's
1: that right. what I'm saying. That's what I'm
0: saying. Forged in fire, that television show where they make knives. Yeah,
1: That, that is an, an awesome Olympic show. event. It should be. That's that's a skill. And if you can do that, that represents your quadrant of the planet. Huh? Or just yourself. Really, you know, the show is about yourself. Get but back it should still be an Olympic event because nice. you're the one that wins the goddamn medal, right? So it isn't really about the nation. It's about yourself. Isn't that weird? We act like the Olympics is about the nation, but it's an individual that wins the medal. And it really doesn't have to do with the nation. It has to do with the individual's ability to do it themselves. So it's still an amazing event that's very important, I think, but we look at it as if it has to do with us. Instead, well, we should be like, that individual is they're, fucking they're, cool.
0: There's supposed to be examples of, you know, what, what this country can produce, you know.
1: Right. I mean, and a
2: lot of the Olympics Yeah, that's easier is trying when to, you
1: say, we should, to, trying you
2: to should be an example of what problem. humanity can produce. Right? That's and, the and thing, it's right? Trying to solve the war problem
0: at the same time, you know? Maybe we're, what the bring, Olympics is really saying. Trying to us together peacefully, and but at the same time, exhibit all those traits that are valuable to war.
1: Maybe what the Olympics is really saying is like, hey, do you want to know where the regions are where the best vitamins, minerals, and workout equipment is?
0: Well, and the the one thing is the specialization of the Olympics, too, because it wasn't specialized like back in the Stone Age or whenever it was invented, you know. When the Greeks were doing it, you know, you didn't have like one guy that wrestled and one guy threw the shot put. No, you had one guy, and he had to wrestle, and he had to throw the shot put, and he had to throw the javelin, and he had to run the track, and he had to run the ma- marathon, and then whoever did it won. You know,
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure they had enough people you know? to have specialization for events in in the original Olympics, and and they they didn't like have a shortage of competitors.
1: Oh, I took that wrong. I thought he meant that there was yeah, a Yeah, but I think a, the, I think no. I Olympic.
0: think the competitors when you compete when you when you were a competitor